We are going to talk some Sixers to start off. Then we're going to move into some other NBA stuff. And I found something that I thought would be a little interesting to discuss on air today. And right now we did a little switch. Switch our pitch up a little bit. Go to YouTube. YouTube Live. Sports Rap TV. You can go to YouTube and search it. Sports Rap TV. You can find us there. And that's where we are for right now for this segment. So... Sixers have just won two in a row, beat the Knicks Friday, and then they, I mean the Pacers on Saturday, I'm sorry, the Pacers on Saturday, and then they beat the Jazz last night. One problem of uh, discussion with them and, and their thing is the fact that they had huge leads and they let these leads kind of dwindle down. Uh, the Pacers game, it dwindled down to the Pacers taking the lead and the Sixers having to get saved by Ben Simmons with three steals in that last minute or so to uh, seal that victory for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to the point where I think they're beginning to get together, but I think the Sixers are going to be one of the teams that this low management BS is going to affect. And I'm not saying it's going to hurt them, but I think it's going to affect them because they've showed that they can win when guys take rest. I.E. Joel Embiid, Al Horford, uh, Josh Richardson has been out the last couple of games. So guys have been stepping up and making their, earning their keep, if you will. <laughs> yeah, they're earning their keep, if you will. So, but again, like I said, I felt like late December, going into the All-Star break, early January, um, if sooner, that they would start to come together. And in the beginning, you know, I, I talked about the Al Horford signing. Mm-hmm. I was okay with the signing. I just wasn't 100% sure about the money issue. But watching him play, he is proving his worth. I said this a few weeks ago as well. He is proving his worth. Uh, he proved it again last night, starting out the way he started out. Mm-hmm. And proven veteran, you see that in his game. You see the maturity, you see the basketball IQ, you see the knowledge in his game. And mm-hmm. you can tell that he's starting to put his imprint or his thumbprint on this team as a leader, as a veteran leader. And he just plays basketball. Like I said, his IQ is very high and he just plays basketball. He doesn't force anything. He plays within himself, as we like to say in the basketball world. So, again, he is, to me, proving his worth. You know, like I said, you take the money issue out of it, and we talk about the actual playing the game. Mm-hmm. He's doing very well at that. He is succeeding. I also think that he is beginning to help Joel. Uh, you know, Joel's still young. He's still a kid as far as NBA status and, you know, superstar. I mean, he's still a kid, mm-hmm. so he still has a lot of room to grow. As does Ben Simmons. Still have room to grow. But I think that um, these people can work on them and they can get together. They can come together as a team and begin to play a lot better. Because it's, it's in their future. It's in the, it's in the cards for them. To be better. 
and play better. So they have to be better, if you will. And I think they will be better. You know, it's it's not a big issue for me to see them in the place that they are right now. So there's a problem with our connection right now. So we're going to go back to Facebook Live. So you know where to find it. Sports Rap Radio Show, the group page. You know where to find it. That's where we'll be. Right. And if you can't find it, sorry for you. You should be able to find it because we've been doing this for a long time. So, But getting back into like our Sixers talk, like I said, you know, Al Horford is beginning to show his worth in, in a huge, huge way. Um, lastly, I want to talk about Matisse Thibel. And, and I posted yesterday the uh, Sports Rap Dime of the Week. I had gotten away from that, so I'm going to try and get back to being more consistent with that. And like I said in the initial, um, in the opening of the Sports Rap Dime of the Week yesterday, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about Matisse initially as my Dime of the Week, but then I got through to Sunday and had that Eagles game, and I just had to get that stuff off of my chest. So I got that off my chest. But getting back into it, speaking of Matisse Thibel, I mean, what else can you say? He is proving all the doubters and naysayers wrong, I believe. He's playing well when he's given the opportunity. His defense and his defensive mindset are off the charts. Uh, People said that he couldn't shoot. Looks okay to me. He's getting shots in rhythm. He's squaring up. He's taking his time. He's shooting those shots as he should. Uh, You know, we got to the people that are tuned in, shout-outs to you guys for tuning in. I can't see who you are right now, but as I say, send me a text, 215-275-6519. Let me know who you are. Let me know you are tuned in. And I can see that, but you got to let me know who you are so I can give you a shout-out. But getting back to Matisse Thibel. Great pick, I think, for the Sixers. He helps. Um, like Ben Simmons has been quoted to say, he's annoying on the defensive end. Right. And I understand the Jazz were on the second game of a back-to-back last night, but I also think that he played a part in it, um, in a part, a role in the game last night and guarding uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. You know, like I said, I understand they're coming off of a back-to-back second game of a back-to-back but I think he had an impact some kind of way where he made it not easy for him which is pretty much a lot of times all you can do with guys like Donovan Mitchell you just got to make things hard for him make him work a lot harder than he's used to working make things uncomfortable as we like to say and I think Thibault does that um, to a lot of people Um, he did it that game against Boston he did it against Kimball Walker uh, he's done it against other people, you know, throughout the league. Right. And he's only going to get better, you know. It, it's, his mindset is like he's defensive-minded first. So, you know, as an NBA, as a basketball player, as an NBA player, the offense will come. The offense is always the easy part. Yeah. The offense is the easy part, you, you know, because people forget or fans forget that at some point, all these guys that are in the NBA right now, from player number one to player number six, 15 or 16 on that roster, mm-hmm. at some point in their careers, they have been the man. Mm-hmm. So 
offense is going to come easy at some point. It may not come immediately, but at some point they'll find their niche and they'll get offense. The offense is going to come. The offense is the easier part of the NBA game. The tougher part is the defensive end because there's so many rules changes from back in the 80s, early 90s, and it's tougher for guys to want to dig in and focus on that defense. It's like they kind of feel like the defensive end is not glorified. But you see, you have players that that have been defensive players that were glorified, i.e., one arguably one of the best on the defensive end and causing disruption to other teams' best players and getting under their skin. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman, the worm, the worm, yeah, was glorified too. off right. of his defensive prowess, yeah, his defensive right. and his rebounding prowess. Right. And like Charles Barkley always says, defense and rebounding—it's not about luck or anything. That's all effort. Effort. And if you don't have heart, the effort, heart no effort. You know, if you don't have the effort or the heart, then uh-huh. it's going to be tough for you. For you know, so again, Al Horford, Matisse Thibel, right now, mm-hmm. arguably my two MVPs so far. Uh, and people will say, you know, Joel is doing what he's doing. He's leading us in scoring. He's a leader as well mm-hmm. in that facet. But not taking anything away from that, not taking anything, anything, anything away from what Ben Simmons has been doing on defense and a little bit on offense. I still would like him to shoot the ball in that mid-range more. And, again, I'm shoot not saying he's got to make them. I need him to shoot them. Try. Try. Because, like I said, he's the point guard late in games. He's going to be in there. I need him to shoot better than 56% from the free throw line. And I always say basketball is repetition. It's a game. It's a skill of repetition. If he starts shooting that mid-range jump shot, just shooting it, he'll get some confidence in shooting it, and that will ultimately make his free throws better, which will make the jump shot better. I also would like to see him go to the basket and dunk the ball more as opposed to going and trying to lay the ball up. You're 6'10", dude. You do that one time, people are either not going to to start not jumping Mm -hmm. or they're going to think twice about jumping. So you got to establish yourself in that facet, Ben, and you need to do that. Yeah, got to put a little fear in to that. So with that being said, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we got some more NBA stuff. Like I said, I found an article, and the article is seven stories to talk about. So I don't know if we'll get to all seven because we got to get our on-the-clock segment in. So when we come back, we're going to start with our on-the-clock segment. Then we'll get into... The other NBA stuff. You tuned in to Sports Rat, Heat 100 Radio. It's your boy D. It's your boy Frank. We'll see you on the other side in just a few. Yeah.